This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. How are you? I'm good, Riley. How are you? So good. Welcome back, guys. Episode three. We we're buzzing. We're we buzzing because because <laughs> we just filmed filmed. I'll I'll never stop saying that. I know. <laughs> we just recorded our episode that you're just about to listen to with Brie. Yeah, and it was honestly amazing. Was I was so sitting good. there in just awe of just everything we were talking about. Yeah. I loved it. It was incredible. And obviously you guys have seen the title. So Brie Linehan is our guest today, oh, yeah. but she <laughs> just slip it in there. But no, Brie is our guest today. And that was just such an amazing episode. We were sort of delve into all things self-love obviously her journey with social media her personal journey when it comes to health and fitness as well and sort Mm -hmm. of just how she's navigated that space and then obviously for anyone that follows her which I'm assuming everyone on here would already um yeah she's so vulnerable so transparent with everything that she shares so definitely paving the way I think for a new I'm still can't get this word in my head this new um movement movement (laughs) let's run with that (laughs) on social media but it's so empowering yeah absolutely no I'm so excited for you guys to hear this chat I just think it's so important and I don't know you I feel really empowered after that yeah I hope you do too yeah she's she's obviously a beautiful girl got an amazing aura and it's just really nice to yeah just talk about things that are super relevant I think right now and I know so many of us too I mean it's easy to get in that trap of being in social media um, or being on social media rather you know looking at Instagram or following lots of people TikTok I think has created a lot of I don't want to say insecurities but a lot of comparison in terms of you know your what I eat in a days and all those different things that came up for a while there so it's nice that we can sort of yeah, talk to someone who's kind of gone against that and yeah. shared things being really raw. So we won't go into it too much because that episode is, I mean, it is this episode. So <laughs> you'll that, get there. Yeah, that segment's <laughs> coming up. But first of all, first of all, I'm going to say it because you need to go first. <laughs> weekly highs and lows. <laughs> okay, weekly highs and lows. Um, I'm going to start off with my low. I got my period yesterday. Oh, so <sighs> it wasn't a good time. Honestly, I spent. I got mine last week. I know. Crazy. I'm exactly a week behind Ooh. you. <laughs> But I'm not exaggerating when I say I spent the whole day on the couch. So oh, yeah. it was just one of those days. And honestly, even right now, I'm like sitting here on the couch with jeans on and I'm just like, oh, there's the cramps. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was honestly, it was, I mean, it was a low, but it wasn't like a really hard day. You know, it was just kind of like one of those just days. Just a period day. It was a yeah. period day. Um, terms of high, I actually, well, I actually hosted it for girls night. On you Saturday. were the host. I was the host. <laughs> and it was quite exciting. It was fun. We had a good night. Yeah. So I hosted mm. a little like Mexican DIY kind of dinner day, didn't I? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And it was crazy surreal, honestly, because for the past year and a bit when I've lived <laughs> hours away, yeah. I just couldn't do it. And Riley, when, Riley and I would always talk about oh, one day when <laughs> we can do this. We had that moment in the <laughs> kitchen when I'm... I, Okay, so I was making this like five avocado guac with um, Rachel's suggestion with a, a potato masher. Potato masher. Yeah. Great. Anyone, Great. That, anyone that's making a bulk guac, <laughs> don't do it with a fork. No. Um, but not the point. Soph's cooking the chicken. Yeah. And the rice. Because <laughs> I, okay, little debate. Yeah. Uh, uh, listeners, <laughs> anyone listening right now, 
why would you not have a rice cooker? <laughs> okay, I don't have a rice cooker. <laughs> I just want to know too, like from a percentage wise, like how many have rice cookers? How many do a pot? Because I've never cooked rice over a pot before in my life. See, I'm just like, I don't want the extra space of like a rice cooker. Like it always just kind of, it's just too much, you know? It's I've already got so two air fryers. Easy. Like I don't oh, well, need. That's excessive. <laughs> <laughs> I got them both my birthday. <laughs> that's right. That's true. And air fries are great. But no, that, I'm, I'm not aggressive. Sidetracked. I, yeah, I did sidetrack. But... We were in the kitchen. Yes. Soaps on the rice and chicken. Yes. I'm on the guac. Yes. And we had a moment where we both just stopped and we were yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Our vision is coming to life. Yes, because I'm not even kidding. When when I say we have spoken about this mm. so much being like one day, like when we live closer, we can host like yeah. dinner nights and like get all the girls over. Yeah. And it was honestly just like, wow, like it's, it's happening. Well, uh, I mean, we're going to go on a bit, aren't we? But it's still wild wild to me that in the last what three or three weeks I guess since you've moved even we've seen each other probably like seven or eight times and I'm like that (laughs) is a lot literally (laughs) even today I'm like wow you're here again (laughs) I literally saw you like two days ago (laughs) I love it it's so good how about you weekly high and low yeah so I guess weekly low to be fair I don't really feel like I have one I think I got my period on the pod, not on literally the podcast last week, but podcast day last week. And then ever since then, it's been your up. body just treats you well after your period, doesn't it? <laughs> it's the week after, It's isn't the it? week after, yeah. And I'm just in a really good mood. I guess, yeah, I don't really have a low at yeah. all. It's just been a really solid week. Can I actually mm. interrupt you there really yeah. quick? Do you have a low for me? I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a point to say on that. Yeah. You know how we were just saying, um, you know, that week after period week, you're just mm, on a high. Thriving. Mm. Thriving. We were speaking about this the other day. We were. How? <laughs> like a little echo in the background. We were. Yes. <laughs> um, thriving. <laughs> how men operate oh. on a 24-hour cycle while women operate on a 28-day cycle. So their body, it's like they refresh every day. They get tired at night, sleep in their, you know, most t- down, tired day, wake up. What's the... Is like it, a phone, you just have to charge it. Exactly, and then it's good, it's to, good go. to go. The energy starts <laughs> Back up Back to then, 100%. Yeah. Women, 28-day yeah. cycle. That's why we can have an entire week of feeling like crap. Pretty crud, yeah. Oh, I know. What, how? I think I, <laughs> I think I was getting in the car, wasn't I? And I was having a day where I'm like, wow, I'm on cloud nine. I'm just having a really solid day. And I said to Soph and Georgia, I just videoed them, and I'm like, so how is it <laughs> that we have to do 28 days of this? Yeah. And boys just, oh, a little top up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they'll feel tired at night, sleep, and then they'll wake up the next morning. But like I what, even our that to entire weeks like that. Yeah, because he was like, oh, I'm so tired. And yeah, that's fine. You can be tired. But I was like, isn't this wild that I experienced that for eight days? Yeah. And you're like, I'm tired tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would love to feel tired for two hours. <laughs> I just will never understand it. But anyway. it also just shows, and this is not against men and women. No. We love men. We love we women. We love That's men. okay. No, but we get a lot of stuff done for really only thriving two weeks of every month. Right. Imagine. Imagine what we could do if we were good every week, every well, month. We kind of live in a world that's like it goes along with men's cycles not women well it, yeah 100 percent. and know? this is going off topic but <laughs> this is where I've always said to clients as well and myself when I became really aware of my cycle 
it was so freeing because I'm like, okay, I can't expect much of myself this week. Yeah, exactly. And if you can understand that, you just don't. And you don't feel guilty if you're tired, like, or in want the carbs or yeah. craving more fats yeah. or need to sleep in or exactly want to cry for five days straight. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> no, I love it. But I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's that. Weekly that. high. Weekly What's your high. Weekly that's high? right. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I reckon Saturday night was so good and yeah, just had a really nice family weekend. So that was really nice as well. T got a new barbecue. Just life <laughs> so he was good. Yeah, life is good. No, I'm just, yeah, I'm honestly just having a good week. I feel yeah. like, talk to me in three, but like right now, <laughs> yeah. life is good and I'm on my fourth vlog in a row. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of me too. Like she's killing the YouTube game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that's really challenging for me to be consistent in. so yeah. I feel it's actually fun to get back into it's it happening. and be doing it properly yeah. I love it yeah. anyway we digress we do we, we will do. stop babbling on um so excited about this episode I think it's a really special one and I hope you guys really enjoy um but yeah should we just get into it yeah let's get into it hello Brie how are you hello I am so excited to be here this is my first podcast and not gonna lie <laughs> super nervous <laughs> oh that's so normal I remember the first um podcast I was interviewed on I was like <laughs> you know so when you go to the toilet beforehand you're like <laughs> yeah so <laughs> super nervous moment. the first podcast I was actually interviewed on was Soph's podcast oh, that's how at- Riley and I met actually yeah oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you met through a podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we have a that podcast <laughs> Okay, so the strongest friendships are formed this way. So yes. maybe we'll have like a three-way we podcast will. after this. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, podcasting is awesome, and it's yeah, it definitely is nerve-wracking the first time. And like we said to you just um, before starting, you are our first proper guest on Drink More Water. So we are honoured to have you here, and so excited to get into this chat as well. You obviously have a huge audience that are so supportive of your message. I know Soph and I are obsessed with everything that you're about. So I guess just to get Aww. started. We would love for you to just sort of touch on your journey so far, I guess, in the health and fitness space and what that's looked like for you up until this point. I feel like this has kind of been in the running, like from the very beginning. Um, I don't know how I came to be where I am now, but it's, it's something that I've always wanted to do. And I've always been called to just share and hopefully inspire other people and help in the ways that I can. So I feel like this is just the most natural way for me to do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of, shall I start from the, the very beginning? I mean, like growing up type of thing. Yes, yeah, tell definitely. us everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, growing up, I moved around to a lot of different schools a lot. So it was pretty difficult for me to make friends, especially strong connections, but I really struggled to get people to like me and to click with people. So growing up in school, I was very focused on, I guess, transforming myself into different people, depending on what I thought those people wanted me to be. And so growing up a lot, I just wasn't myself. I was hiding myself away. And when I did show my true self, it seemed to be a lot for people. Like it was, it was enough for people to want to be around sometimes, but not all of the time. And I learned that pretty quickly. And Mm. so I really changed who I was and just tried to fit in a lot. That was like my mission growing up was to not necessarily be myself, but just be liked by other people for like what they wanted me to be. And so 
Yeah, um, growing up in high school and in primary school, I, I did carry a little bit of extra weight. My teeth were really crooked. I had an underbite. I had really terrible layers, like that emo phase that we all went through in school. I went hardcore at that one. So, um, yeah, I don't know how my mom let me do that, but she did. Just so, um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty rough for me trying to fit in, I guess, with all of that as well, because kids can be very vocal and very critical. Definitely. So, yeah, I just got to the point after school where you're kind of just on your own, thrown out into the world in the deep end to figure out what you want to do with your life and who you want to be. And because of that, I no longer had to try to be something that I wasn't because it was just me now. So, I had to learn to accept myself and just do what made me happy and find out who that person really is. And I feel like that's why I share what I share now. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking so much. No, no. that's why you're here. <laughs> Keep going. Well, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, that's why I share what I share now and why I talk so much about being comfortable in your skin and being happy with who you are and accepting who you are wholeheartedly. Um, and I know I touch on that a lot when it comes to body image. So just accepting, you know, how your body looks and appreciating your body for what it does for you. But it really is kind of just an overall accepting yourself as a whole person. And yeah, I, that's really why I do what I do because it was, it was life changing for me to finally just embrace who I am. And instead of trying to please those people, like if they don't want to be a part of my journey, I just let them go and that's okay. And I just have my small circle of people that I know love me for exactly who I am. And that's just so empowering. And that's just so much more meaningful. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. I don't know if I even answered that question. Perfect. perfect. (laughs) And I suppose in terms of, you know, growing up and your body changing was there a specific time or a specific moment where you kind of started to learn and get more into like accepting yourself and just kind of wanting to share more body image and like self-love kind of topics yeah absolutely I have always been very obsessed with the way that I look um I guess it was just all a part of trying to get people to accept me and so trying to fall into that beauty standard that I just felt like I was so far away from Mm. and so a part of that was me trying to lose weight for those reasons because I thought I had to fit this beauty standard and be this type of beautiful girl with this amazing body and you know so I was striving for this standard of perfection and I lost who I was in that again, and it kind of just took me back. Mm. And I, I realized that everything that I was doing was kind of um, unhealthy for my mind and for my body. And I ended up losing my period because I became underweight and I was restricting myself from the amount of nutrients that I needed to give my body. And, <clears throat> sorry. And then I had a lot of family and friends reaching out to me and saying, you know, you look sick, are you okay? And that was terrifying for me to hear. I didn't want to hear that, of course, but it's what I needed to hear. It was a massive reality check for me because I realized my body wasn't functioning the way it should be. I'd lost my period. And this is something that a lot of people are like, who cares? You lost your period. Great. You don't need to spend <laughs> hundreds of dollars on tampons. <laughs> Go through that every month. But, but it's something that is so vital for your health. It's a normal, a normal thing that we do as women. Mm. And 
it's a blessing. And I took that for granted. And the fact that I lost it was like a driving force for me that that made me realize that I was no longer healthy. And that is so much more important than the way that my body looks. So yeah, when I started focusing on gaining some weight back, eating more food, um, getting my period back and focusing on my health with that, my body was changing and it was hard for me to accept, but I knew that it was important health wise to do that. Mm. And, um, yeah, I kind of just realized that I'm always going to be unhappy in my skin because I want to, like, I want to be a healthy weight. And so for me to be a healthy weight and not be unhappy with the person that I see in the mirror, I need to work on that internally because I've always been unhappy with what I see, whether I was at my heaviest weight or my lowest weight. And I had to focus on working on that within Uh, And when I started doing that, I realized how much happier I became and how much more accepting I was towards the reflection that I saw in the mirror and that it really was all in my mind this entire time. And yeah, obviously it takes a lot of work. It doesn't happen overnight. I did this. I was practicing every single day being kind to myself for a year before it actually finally happened. I got my period back as well. Um, and I was really, really excited about that. I never thought I would jump for joy and dance around the house for bleeding, but there we go. <laughs> so true. Um, yeah. So I started sharing that online because I realized how revolutionary that was for me. And I wanted to encourage other people to do the same thing before they got to the point where they, hurt their health the way that I did and that's why I share yeah I love it and I think you know for my personal experience and I'm sure so many listeners and so many girls have experienced this but when you get in that mindset of like I need to be thinner I need to be this I need to lose that it's so obsessive and you get so into it that you don't even see that you're now looking unhealthy and that you're damaging Mm -hmm. your body so it's so true that you know when your family members finally came and said you know like you're not looking well that was kind of the reality check you needed to be like oh yeah like you just get so into it that you don't even realize what's, totally. what you're mm-hmm. doing completely and one thing you said Brie that I think is so relevant is that when you're in that space um and getting to that you know your lightest weight or in those really obsessive periods when it comes to your health and fitness you're often clouded by what's reality and what's actually happening as well therefore when you hear people say or bring it up to you you do get quite defensive and it is really confronting because what you feel to be doing feels good for you and you think you're on the right path to getting to that place like you said where you feel accepting of your body and you love your body because you're at your smallest or skinniest version or whatever you want to frame for yourself but when you actually recognize that this is my mindset and it always comes back to my mindset and more than anything I think when I talk to clients or I'm talking to anyone suffering from um, whether that's disordered eating, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, anything like that, it's always about creating that sort of transparency one with yourself and then the people around you and I guess that's a huge thing you've done through your social media is create that transparency so you're not hiding any version of yourself, you're showing every single part of you, whether that's your insecurities or whatever it might be for you that has obviously had some kind of hold over you in the past. But when you put that out there and you make that, um, you know, aware for yourself and everyone else, 
what can people say about you and what can you be um, you know even saying about yourself when it's out there and you're just accepting who you are for what you are and it's just it's out there for the world and it's like well this is me whether you like it or not whether I like it or not this is my body and I mean you're beautiful of course but it's um it's just incredible when you create that vulnerability and that transparency with everyone and you're like wow this is me and yeah. I can't hide anymore yeah I also think, you know, it's, I heard this term and it was like just body neutrality. You don't need to Mm -hmm. be constantly body body positive was the word I was looking for there. Um, You know, like you can just be like, look, this is my body, whatever, like this is what I'm in and I'm accepting that. You know, I don't need to be obsessed with it every single day. It can just be what it is. And I think that you've created such an amazing, beautiful platform for sharing that. And I guess, how did you get into that? Were you always doing that or was that more something that happened recently? That is definitely something that happened recently. Um, and like you've said, I, I still wake up sometimes and I'm not like looking in the mirror thinking, hot dang, <laughs> that is a hot babe if I've ever seen one. <laughs> and I do have those days sometimes. Like it is possible to feel that way about your reflection. Don't get me wrong. But there are also those days where it's like, yeah, this is my body and she's working really hard and that's it. Like that, you know, I feel like body neutrality is super under underrated because a lot of people feel like they have to love what they see in the mirror. Yeah. But I feel like just appreciating what your body does outside of like what it looks like is the most important thing because that lasts forever. Mm. You know, you're going to have those days where you're super bloated or you're in the sun and you notice your cellulite and you're not going to love that. I mean, you might. I mean, I don't care anymore about that. But yeah, there are going to be those days where it's a little bit harder on your mind. And um, I feel like that's just a part of life. It's just coming back to your center and realizing my body's working really hard for me. My body is amazing. These legs take me from A to B and what would I do without them? And then, you know, just re- just realizing that and just feeling so much better about that. Totally. And don't you agree that it's more about recognizing what your body has actually done for you rather than, I guess, rather than how it looks. You can only be angry at yourself if you're not treating your body in a way that serves it long-term. So if you're someone who drinks water, is healthy, gets enough sleep, prioritizes your nutrition from the standpoint that you have a balanced diet and you eat to feel good. If you're doing all of those things, love your body. If you find that you're in a place where you're self-sabotaging in the sense that you're staying up really late at night, not Mm -hmm. drinking enough water, not prioritizing self-care, not eating good nutrition, you're probably not feeling good overall. Forget what your body even looks like. So if you are Mm -hmm. out there and you're prioritizing your health and you're putting yourself first, just be so proud of that because that in itself is such a massive um, accomplishment, such a huge form of self-care and that's what matters most. It's how your body is functioning as a whole, not what you see when you look in the mirror. News, like Newsflash, we've all got cellulite. <laughs> I've never met a girl that doesn't and it's really interesting that we focus so much on things like lower belly fat, cellulite, um, stretch marks, hip dips, all these different things that we give a lot of time and energy to are things that are completely normal and from a physiological standpoint is just what we have. So the fact that they're so normal yet there's so um, much hate around them and so much, you know, so many issues rather in terms of that, you know, positive body image, it's something that I think as a whole we really need to break that stigma around and I think you are 
by far just way ahead in in where you're at with what you share on the internet and I think yeah through the transparency that you create in that realm it really is just making it so aware to people that we all have cellulite we all have bad body image days like you said we're not always going to wake up and be like I look like an 11 out of 10 today (laughs) (laughs) I am so hot but it's not even about being so hot all the time or anything like that it's just about feeling good so if you can wake up move your body eat well do what you know is best for you that's where that win comes in and that's where ultimately I think you know, it's by far the highest form of self-care, but also just a really high form of self-love. And that's where that stems from as well when it comes to that positive um, body image. Absolutely. I honestly couldn't agree more with everything you just said. I believe that your mental health and physical health goes hand in hand. So if you're not watering one of those plants, then they need to drink more water. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. When you let one die, the other one's going to die with it. You have to look after your mental health. And when you're looking after your mental health, you're going to be inspired to look after your physical health and drink more water and go do that workout and be kind to yourself. They really go hand in hand. And I feel like that is like the key because a lot of the time when you're on these journeys, you're focusing on the outcome instead of the process. And so you're focusing on your like physical health and meanwhile your mental health is withering away and dying Mm -hmm. because you're just you're doing all of these things out of punishment rather than love yeah completely and I think as well you know I've definitely fallen victim to this in the past but you're looking at yourself in the mirror and then you go on Instagram and you see these gorgeous models that just look like their lives are perfect and their TikToks. bodies are per- yeah, yeah their bodies are perfect their teeth are white their skin is clear they don't have one pore on their entire face <laughs> like they're just picture perfect and you know a lot of that is down to sadly facetune and filters and editing yeah and i think the whole movement on social media right now of just showing your body natural unposed relaxed is is so important because in everyday life that's what we see Mm. we don't see these beautiful poses and like tensing of the muscles and every single (laughs) step you take you know like your body moves and it's supposed to move we're not supposed to be statues Mm. and I think you know I love your posts your especially your real me Mondays I love them whenever I see them like that's a Monday yes (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like it's so refreshing to see and I think a lot Mm. of people also love it and relate to it which obviously you know resulted in your amazing following and people that really feel connected to you and I honestly do think you're changing lives and definitely changing you know young women's opinions on themselves and how they should look in everyday life um so how did you oh my gosh I didn't bring any tissues with me I wasn't prepared for this (laughs) no you yeah you you truly are though It, it has such a huge impact and like Soph was saying with the posing and not posing, it's such a huge thing. But the reality is that is still your body in both photos. So you're not, yeah, you're not better or worse in either. It's just the way our body looks. And of course, if we pull our skin tight little shorts down, we're going to have a bulge over our pants. That's just the way that's going to work. But does it make you any less when that happens? Absolutely not. And Again, I think I'm going to keep coming back to it, but it really is creating that transparency. And I was talking to um, a beautiful client the other day who suffers an eating disorder, and she was saying that for a really long time, she 
didn't open up to um, her friends or people in a you know in close proximity of her. And she said that the minute she you know because she really feared judgment. I should make note of that. So she feared the judgment. She feared, like both, um, like what both of you were saying, that judgment of, oh, she's lost her period, she's looking too skinny, all of those different things that come along with that. And she said that she finally told her friends, and through creating that transparency between her and her friends, it almost frees you of that fear and all the anxiety surrounding what people are thinking of you throughout whatever journey you're on, whether that's you may be gaining weight, losing weight, maintaining weight, whatever it looks like for you. But it's there's so much power in being vulnerable. <laughs> And I'm Mm -hmm. sure you've experienced that on levels that are so different to anyone in their day-to-day life because you obviously are posting this to a really huge audience. But I guess, could you talk a little bit more on sort of your journey with social media and how that's grown and sort of what it's been like transitioning through more so like rapid growth and having a really, um, you know, large audience watching your every move to to an extent? So... It started out with health. Everything was about my weight loss journey because I lost 20 kilos um, and that's what everything was about. I was posting recipes. I learned a lot about nutrition. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's bad for people to lose weight or have these body goals or anything like that. It's just focusing on appreciating and treating your body well in the in the journey, like along the process. And so, yeah, by all means, I'm all for someone who is like, I don't want to lose weight. I'm happy as I am. Amazing. If you're living a healthy lifestyle and you're happy in your skin, like that is all I want for you and all anyone wants for you. But if you are someone who is uncomfortable in their skin and you're wanting to lose weight, I also respect that as well. And I just want to be here along the way to cheer you on in doing that in a healthy way still giving your body enough food because that is very important and not losing your period along the way and being hard on your reflection. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for just like all around overall holistic health, whatever your goals are amazing, just in a healthy way. And so I started out posting about health and, and, and kind of that was my message. And then I went on my own self-love journey um, or self-acceptance journey, I should say. And I started off posting this series of photos because my boyfriend took some photos of me in bikinis and I I saw all of these ones that I didn't like. I was like, oh my gosh, I look terrible there. Like I just wasn't ready. My body was relaxed. And a part of me was like the first step in learning to accept that body as well is by letting people see it because then I have nothing to hide, like shy away from. If people are seeing it and then they see me like that in real life, they already know my body looks like that. And I know yes. that people know that anyway, but putting it out there for people to see publicly just made it a lot easier for me to, I guess, just not not let the judgment of others affect me. Um, and so I started posting Real Me Monday. I did it on, as a one-off. I didn't think it would last. And then the next week I did it again. It was a series of photos of me posed, usually what you would see on Instagram. And then next to it was like the in between relaxed photo where my body looks actually quite different. Um, yeah, I started putting their out, those out there and it was received really well and a lot of people were saying it was helping them. And so I was like, well, great. It's helping you. It's helping me. This is a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. And you can actually see if you go back over my photos from when I first started, just how much more comfortable I've become. And I've actually gained some weight in that time as well. So you can see the difference in my body. Like, um, 
with the weight gain, it hasn't, it hasn't fluctuated in the way that I view myself. So with the weight I've gained, I haven't been hard on myself or anything like that. I'm very accepting towards myself and I just let my body do its thing because I know over my life it's going to fluctuate and that's something I've learned to accept and be comfortable with. Um, but, yeah, I just started uploading those every week and I, I think it has ultimately been an accountability thing for me. So I can talk about self-love till <laughs> till the world ends. <laughs> but this is keeping me accountable um, in sharing my real self and just being like loving towards myself and putting my real self out there because actions speak louder than words. And, and it's, I don't know, it's just impacted me so much. It's really what has helped me um, learn to accept my body and just be comfortable with it wholeheartedly. And yeah, I've I've forgotten the question. <laughs> I love it. I do it every time. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. Oh, this is this is story of our lives on the podcast. So it works for us, and this is why we never have a plan because half time you just start talking, and you're like, "What are we even talking about?" But <laughs> yeah. no, I think that definitely sort of answers the question. I guess um, just more specifically, like how have you found being on Instagram? I guess and just having a really right. large audience. Yeah. Right. Okay. That was the question. <laughs> I Something did like not that. answer that at all. <laughs> hey, I love your it. answer was better anyway. <laughs> um, how have I found just being on a, on a big platform, being myself? Yeah. It's hard to fathom. I feel like I'm I'm so far away from these people, these incredible and kind people that it doesn't feel real. I still feel like I'm just posting out to my friends and family. And even though I see the comments, I respond to as many as I can. I read the DMs. Literally, I read every single one of them. But until I see someone face-to-face or experience that face-to-face, it doesn't really hit me. It's hard to explain. You guys would understand, Mm. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Because you would get it a lot. But, yeah, I'm putting it out there now and... I love, I love hearing from everybody, but I, I don't know. It still feels like me just in my studio, just being myself and putting myself out there. And that's really all it feels like. I can just hope that it does help someone and make someone smile. And that's, that's it really. Yeah. It's crazy. I even feel like that sometimes when I'm just like in my house filming myself Mm. and like I'm alone just talking to a camera, you know, like it's just, it's just me talking to this lens and then it goes out to however many people. And it's wild that people are on the other side of a screen then watching it. It just doesn't feel real. And yeah, absolutely. Like I feel like the only time that it's really kind of set in for me to like, wow, like people actually watch me and like follow me or whatever is when you're out in public and someone comes up and they're like, hi, like I follow you. And you're like, oh, (laughs) like what? You know? Yeah. It's so That's kind of surreal when that happens. Yeah. Especially being in COVID. So I haven't had any crazy events where I've been out and about meeting people. I'm really just like at my house every single day. And then every so often I might bump into someone and they'll say, oh, hey, like I follow you online and that's surreal like that's when it sinks in I'm like wow okay um these people really are like just enjoying and finding value in what I'm doing but outside of that 
it just feels like any other day I'm just sitting on my computer and posting. Well, that's the thing, hey, and like you look at a number and you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. You see a name and you're like, oh, yeah, cool. But it's so fun like Mm. connecting that name to a face. And imagine, I mean, we just were looking at your Instagram before, but (laughs) you can't even fathom (laughs) having, you know, 444,000 people in a room, (laughs) you know, watching you. That's terrifying completely right and and I think that's like what the wild thing with having accounts is it's just yeah you you cannot fathom what that would even look like in a room so it's crazy that that's who you're reaching but with such an amazing message like how incredible so it shows that there's a real push and need for this at the moment um particularly in sort of this day and age and I yeah I feel like it's it's incredible so it's awesome to watch. We absolutely love it. And I guess just from your journey so far, what would be sort of your, I guess, top three sort of tips when it comes to being more accepting around your body and getting to that more neutral state and how you actually see yourself? Three top tips. Wow. It's going to be really hard to like <laughs> narrow this down on the spot. Um, but I think one really massive thing for me was shifting, like acknowledging any negative thoughts Mm. and shifting them to more positive ones. So I was like actively and consciously um, realizing when my, I was being negative towards myself, even like now, yesterday I was being really hard on myself because I was like, Oh, I should be more productive than this. Like, you know, the hustle, the hustle grind is it, the culture right now. It's like, You just have to constantly be working, working, working. And so when I sit down and watch an episode on Netflix, I feel bad. And then that's when I have to like acknowledge that I'm being really hard on myself. And it's not about putting out as much as you can. It's just about providing value where you can. So that might be one post and not seven posts a day type of thing. Um, So yeah, when it comes to like body image, I would look in the mirror and I would like tear myself apart. And then I would bring myself back to that more kinder, loving voice in my head and I would just try to forgive forgive myself for those thoughts and just be kinder to myself. That was like one of the biggest things that changed for me. Um, the other two is just working hand in hand with my physical and mental health. So doing things that make me feel good. The serotonin from a workout is real. <laughs> the it endorphins is. are real. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that would I'd always start my day that way because I used to work out in the afternoons and I only had that feeling for the afternoon, but I want to feel that and just live in that for the entire day. So I start my day with a walk or I go to the gym and it makes me feel really good and then I have lots of delicious food throughout the day that makes me happy. And then, yeah, I just feel like that, that makes a difference for me. Mm. Um, and then as for the other one, I find a lot of my, a lot of my self-love comes from, I don't know, making other people feel good. And so that's why I really love what I do and having the platform that I do, because I can post something out there and I might think that it doesn't really have much of an impact. But the DMs I receive from that is just like insane. And so I prioritize trying to make other people feel good because that makes me feel good as well. I mean, like that's not the only reason I do it to make (laughs) myself feel good. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's important how you make other people feel. And so if you have the opportunity to make someone else's day, why wouldn't you do that? And that's something that's helped me as well. It's helped me feel better about myself as well, like internally as a person. So Uh, yeah, I love that. And I also think, I know for me personally, I've 
gotten loads of questions in the past of like, what do you do on a bad body image day? Because we all have them. No matter who Mm. you are, what you look like, you've had Mm. probably a bad body image day. And I think Mm. it's so important, even on your last point there, doing something that doesn't involve your body and you. Do something that Mm -hmm. makes you happy. Do a hobby. Go, I don't know, catch up with a friend. Do some painting. Like do something that makes – you as a person feel good rather than looking in the mirror and seeing something you don't like completely and also on that last point I think it's really important to recognize that if we have an insecurity ourselves so let's just say that I'm insecure about my legs on every person that walks past you that's what you notice and you're always comparing what your insecurity is to everybody else's but if you even flip the way that you look at other people that will reflect back on how you look at yourself. So stop mm-hmm. picking people apart. Start noticing how beautiful people are and acknowledge different things that you really admire in people rather than always making that direct comparison of whatever it is that you're insecure about and looking at it on other people. And it all mm-hmm. it all works together really when it comes yeah. to it. But it's, yeah, it's really cool to acknowledge. And I, I love those tips. I think our audience will definitely, definitely take something really valuable from that. So it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I hope so. And And another thing just on what you just said, Mm. when you, let's just say you're not comfortable with your muffin top. Like, I don't even know what a muffin top is. I have them. (laughs) I don't care. But if you, if you're not comfortable with your muffin top, Mm. I feel like if you notice that or you see someone else's cellulite, you never think anything negative about theirs. Like you never Mm. think that makes them less beautiful or, you know, and so it's amazing when you see it on someone else then you've just got to reflect on yourself and realize like that's exactly how people are feeling about you. No one's looking at you and like staring at that one thing and thinking you're ugly and taking that with them for the rest of their life and thinking about that when they're 80 years old. Mm. They're not. And so when I realized that I don't look at other people's cellulite and think it's disgusting, so why do I feel that way about mine? And that really helped me as well. Yeah, I think as well, you know, we're so involved in ourselves. Like we live our lives and we're thinking about ourselves and what's happening in our day and what we look like every single day. Sometimes like you've just got to sit back and be like, wow, like everyone's feeling this about themselves. No one's really looking yeah. at me. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Like we're all are. just so focused on ourselves to criticize someone else. Exactly. And, yeah. and we're number one in our lives. Yeah. So when you detach from what you think you're supposed to look like, supposed to do, supposed, whatever it is, you really realize, wow, I'm actually not that important. No. So, <laughs> no and, and not in a negative sense, in the sense that it's like, I don't have to walk around and be perfect. I don't yeah. have to have my life together. I don't have to be in the job that, you know, is going to set me up for the rest of my life. Detach from what you think you're meant to be doing or what you you're supposed to look like and just realize that your life is what you make of it your body is what you make of it and we give meaning to everything you know we all attach meaning to something differently so when we look at a phone we all look at that phone differently right Mm -hmm. it's the same thing when it comes to body image if you give meaning to your nose for example so you think that's a really big insecurity of mine only you have given that meaning. No one else gives that the same meaning. So when you can recognize what meaning you're giving something and start to move away from that or start to change that meaning, that's where true growth happens and you can start to move beyond those thoughts and, and really start to get somewhere in that self-love journey as well. And you know, like you said, it is a process. So it's not about having it all together overnight, but if you can chip away at it every single day, practice your affirmations, be aware more than anything of what comes up for you and something that I like to do (laughs) is give that person a name so if something or that you know whatever it is my thoughts are saying you look like this or you look like that give her a name and be like 
F off, Zoe. Like whatever. Zoe, yeah. Off. Like give her a name oh, and tell I her to I go away. That. Yeah. I would definitely be naming mine Berta. Yeah. And then it's just like that name is just like pee off Berta. Yeah, yeah, literally. That's and, it for me. Uh, yeah, you got to give her a name and that's no offence to anyone who has a name that you don't like. But if <laughs> so you don't like I'm it, so sorry, Berta. Yeah, so <laughs> mine's Zoe and I've got, I've got nothing against any Zoes, but I just, that's just how, what I had to call her. But yeah. it's um, it works. And again, that's like that detachment. You can start to be like, this is not me. Like that, that thought is not me. I'm giving meaning to that. something. Yeah, and, and just detaching. And once you do that, you can really start to to move on from it so yeah I mean honestly I think everything you've shared today has been incredible and it's so nice to get to know a little bit more about you and sort of what your journeys looked like up until this point I feel like I've followed you for a good probably four or five months now religiously and I'm I'm <laughs> like where did this girl come from like how did this all start so it's so cool to hear oh my gosh Thank you. That seriously means so much more than you guys know. I am so critical of myself, which I'm, I think a lot of us are, but I second guess still to this day, a lot of what I put out and I feel like people are going to pick it apart, especially in the public eye. I feel like there are still people who are reading my posts and not liking what I'm saying, which is fair enough. Not everyone has to like it, but it's really nice to hear I mean, women like yourself who are super strong and just doing incredible things and inspiring so many people, liking what I'm saying and doing (laughs) means a lot. Thank you. Of course, of course. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Would you like to let anyone listening, if they don't already follow you, um, where, where they can find you? What's like the best platforms? I mean... I can be found on Instagram. That is the easiest way for us to get in touch. That's where I am most active and that's where I love to have a chat with anyone who wants to chat with me about anything, health, body image, self-love, working in social media, how their day was, anything. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah so Instagram is is my main one. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel, which I really need to get back into. <laughs> Story of my life, Brie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm working on it, okay? Um, but, yeah, I mean, my my internet door is always open. I love hearing from people. I love just putting faces to names. And I just appreciate every single person that chooses and opts in to being a part of my life because no one has to do that and it means the world. Yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, thank you so, so much for joining. It honestly means the world. We're so happy to have you as our first guest. I feel like yeah. that was such an amazing, yeah, such an amazing, what's the word? First episode. Yeah. guest. First guest. <laughs> first episode. But so, so Let's good. To have you. Yeah, <laughs> first of many. But no, so good to have you on. And yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time out today to join us. Oh, thank you guys so much. It's seriously been an honor anytime. I'll come back next time if you want. Please, we would love that. I'll get you in the studio. <laughs> Thanks, Bree. <laughs> okay, recommendations for the week, Riley. Let's go. Recommendations for the week. You should have given me a chance to think about this. <laughs> so sorry. <sighs> yeah, actually, you know what? I had to think about it too. Oh, I got new walking shoes. <laughs> I got new shoes as well. And they're actually life-changing yeah. although they have given me blisses but you know you kind of got to expect and you? you're also kind of like dad shoes where yeah, they, they kind of are yeah mm, i like that though but i kind of vibe with them 100 percent. yeah it's in yeah it kind of is yeah definitely i know that i had a recommendation last night and i was thinking about it this is always what happens isn't it we yeah. get in here and we're trying to think we need to write things down we do 
too. Mm. Oh, can I have another recommendation? Just you just thinking. rattle them off until I can think of mine. Okay, these jeans that I'm wearing currently, they're really cool. They're so cool, but they're so comfortable. Yeah. And I'm so like I'm on my period. I'm on day two of my period, and I'm wearing jeans. Mm. Like this never happens. Yeah. But they're so comfy. They're from Princess Polly. I'll um, they're linked in one of my recent videos. <laughs> if you want to try yeah. and find them, we can put them in our stories. Under yeah, water. yeah, yeah. But they're just the most comfortable, flattering jeans that actually just like make me feel good and I feel like a lot of jeans aren't like that isn't that so good yeah just having a pair of jeans that you know what these ones are from Glassons and I really like them as well they look great Mm, thank you I've got my recommendation yes so I watched this video on YouTube the other day so technically this isn't my recommendation sometimes (laughs) (laughs) no this was um I actually don't know who it was but she was pretty much going through her top 13 favorite products at the moment okay um and one of them, I don't even know what they're called, but it's pretty much like a clock, but it shows time passing. Someone will know exactly what I'm talking about, but I don't know if they have an actual name, but I thought it was so cool for anyone that is either at uni, um, works for themselves or, or kind of wants to track time from like a visual representation, you know, because wow. sometimes on your phone, you're like, okay, I'll do oh, this for yeah. an hour. And then it's been three and then you... You didn't really use that time productively yeah. and it's just – If you can see it on a little clock. Yeah. and it, I want to get that. I, I can't explain it. I'm not I'm not good at explaining. So if you picture like a little – is it called an analog clock? Yeah. With the with the tickers. Yeah. Yeah. So if you picture an analog <laughs> oh, clock – Oh, wait. Is it? I don't know. No, yeah. Digital analog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ignore that, guys. So an analog clock. That's kind of what it looks like. But as the handle ticks – Yeah. It like colors in that space. Does that make sense? So yeah. it looks more like blocked out as it goes around, so like it's changes like a pie color, kind of like filling in. Yeah, like a pie chart filling out. Oh wow! So if yeah, if I'm like, all right, I'm going to do emails for 20 minutes. It's just a very visual representation of time passing, and you can set it to whatever. I think so. Yeah. Wow. But I guess it works work. on like an hour, you know, yeah, circles. Yeah. So. I reckon that's really cool. That's cool. And just like yeah. a fun little house accessory. Like I'm yet to have it, but I'm going to order it. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you can get them off like Amazon or yeah, something. Yeah, probably. But I think that's really fun. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Can I actually, this is so random. Yeah, go for it. Another recommendation, then we'll end it off. <laughs> okay. Um, it's actually like an influencer that I found online. Mm. You might know her, Ava Jules. No. She, I've literally found her like the past couple of weeks mm. and I just love her content and I honestly feel like to end off this episode, she really fits in because she's incredible at like kind of just promoting like body neutrality and just kind of loving yourself and Mm. just kind of, you know, moving your body, living your life, but also doing it in such a healthy way. Um, And I just love her content. Like she's just, she lives in Hawaii. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just love. So if you're looking for any new recommendations, that's my, I've currently been binge watching her videos. I love it. I love that. Yeah. And you know what I also recommend? Like a good bucket hat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no but coming into summer oh yeah you just can't go wrong With because you protect your ears you it's it's yeah. good okay mm. do you have a specific one that you like mm-hmm. so i did get one off oh, what was it princess polly or glassons <laughs> i think it was princess polly in the end yeah. it's just it was, I've it's got a, a good one yeah. yeah do you remember when we were in hamilton island and you got like <laughs> oh my god i got the like it was like a little bucket hat from the souvenir shop yeah Oh, God. I got sunnies and you got a little bucket hat. <laughs> I really needed it, though. Yeah, you did. I needed the sunnies. My little scalp was getting burned. 
Oh, God. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, of course, again, just thank you for all the love and support. It's it's amazing. We love this podcast. We love you guys. It's such a cool community. We definitely want to push the Facebook group just to create a really strong community over there because we yeah. think, you know, based on the messages that we get from you girls as well, everyone is super aligned that listens to this podcast. Yeah. And it's just, it's cool. There's mm-hmm. a community here that is just like under the surface and yeah. there's a lot in that group but that could definitely grow a lot more and we definitely want to be in there a lot more as well so yeah, absolutely yeah. well hope you enjoyed this episode our first guest like our I first know. professional guest i loved it too we she was incredible yeah, yeah so good really hope you guys enjoyed this one and we will be in your ears again next, next week, week. <laughs> bye guys yeah.